Welcome to Southview Stories, bringing you memorable stories from the leaders and best. Here with Mason. Mason, how's your week this week? My week is beautiful. I'm getting my stitches out. Great. Stitches? Interesting. We'll save that story for another podcast. This week, we interviewed Michelle Frazier-Wing, Chief Operating Officer at the law school, University of Michigan Law School, and Lois Harden, Facilities Manager at the University of Michigan Law School. And we introduced a new segment in the podcast called Fact or Fiction, Law Quad Edition. And we had a lot of fun, uh, a great time recording it. We started out thinking the episode was going to be one thing. It turned into another thing, and uh, I was really pleased with uh, how it turned out. It was uh, a lot of fun and uh, potentially a series spinoff or a path that we can go down with, with this podcast, so we're excited to explore that. Before we get started, shout out to our sponsors, Underground Printing. Whether your business, group, nonprofit, organization, whatever it may be, uh, visit us at undergroundshirts.com. For all your customer apparel needs. Also, Destination Ann Arbor. Visit annarbor.org to learn more about what Destination Ann Arbor does to promote the Ann Arbor area. And State and Liberty. Great fitting, great feeling, men's clothing. Uh, Step up your wardrobe. Check them out at stateandliberty.com and use the promo code SOUTHU for 10% off. And now... Michelle Frazier-Wing, and Lois Harden of the University of Michigan Law School. All right, we are here in Jeffrey's Hall uh, looking out on the beautiful Law Quad, and I'm here with Michelle Frazier-Wing and Lois Harden uh, at, uh, in the law school. And we're here because, well, you know, I thought I knew about the law school. I've lived in Ann Arbor a long time, went to school here. And if anyone asks, like, oh, where's the law school? Where's the law quad? I'm, I know exactly where it is. I could point anyone there. And then we came to, like, have a pre-meeting and prep and uh, came to the law quad, showed up, and then realized, where do I go? <laughs> what am I doing? Where is everything? And that meeting, the first time we met, was really indicative of, I think, what the law quad is for a lot, or the law school is for a lot of non-lawyers that are alumni, is that, yeah, we know it, and we know, like, some interesting facts, and, oh, it's, you know, all these things, and it's hard to separate fact from fiction. It's hard to say, okay, once you get to the law school, then what do you do? Where do you go? (laughs) You know, where, where are the buildings? And... So, you know, in, in I'd heard some cr- some interesting, crazy stories, and I thought the podcast was going to be about these, like the story I thought I knew. And then after our pre-meeting, it turned out that our podcast was going to be about the things I thought I knew that I didn't know. <laughs> so we're calling it Law School Fact or Fiction, uh, and some great stories from there. So thanks so much for coming on and for humoring me <laughs> no and all my misinformation. So to start off, I, this is the thing I thought I knew, I know, I thought I knew, that all the stones that were used to build the original law quad all come from the same quarry, and it's this quarry in Ireland, and the quarry went dry, and then we couldn't, they couldn't find stones to, to do add-ons, 
And I've told that story to a lot of people, actually. So <laughs> please tell me it's true. It is not true. It's not true. <laughs> no. uh, all right. Is there any truth to it? No. no okay. T- tell tell us about the, sto- well, the we stones. We have two different types of stone. Okay. We have an Indiana limestone. Do you think Indiana limestone came from Ireland? I'm hoping there's a <laughs> town in Ireland called Indiana. <laughs> and then we have um, granite that's okay. from Massachusetts, Weymouth, Massachusetts. What type of granite is it? So actually, you are partially right in that all the granite did come from the same quarry. Okay. But okay. it all came from a quarry in Weymouth, Massachusetts. So. so it's true. It's made in America. It's not. It's made it's in not, America. It's a made it's in America. Not from but there's a lot of uh, detail. And I mean, it, while maybe it's not like all from this quarry that went dry, uh, there was a lot of uh care it was re- they had to be real careful selecting stones and matching them up and it, there was a quite a process to yeah, that right high quality definitely high quality there was a lot of process to it because the when they were originally building the building the donor was very particular about the way that he wanted it to look and so they and the stone that you see on the building that's more amber colored is called seam faced granite so it's when you come across these seams of color in granite yeah. they cut the stone in a particular way to show off that color so there's lots of that on the law quadrangle, the part of the law quadrangle that's the oldest part of the building. Um, so then when we w- were building Jeffrey's Hall, um, we went through a process of trying to figure out what stone we wanted to have. And in the end, after looking at nine different stone from nine different quarries, we ended up choosing to go back to the original quarry to pull the stone from that original quarry to so that it would match as well as possible. And it ah. went to a different part of the quarry because that quarry, w- that area was no longer available for the same granite that we had on our original. So buildings. there are nuggets of truth There's there. nuggets of truth. <laughs> part of the quarry ran dry. It, <laughs> it was the same quarry and... There, it, there is a lot of uh, a nuance and there's a meticulous nature to the, there, I mean, the donor wanted it to look a certain way. And so there is all that there. It's just not true that like the reason the law school goes 500 feet on, you know, 500 miles underground is because they ran out of stone, right? No, that, that's not no. true. <laughs> no, okay. That is not true. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll, I'll stop telling myths there. <laughs> Okay, so tell me about, I've heard, or the, there's the, the rumors, tell me if the rumors are true that there are gargoyles around the, the La Quadrangle, and w- one of them is meant to represent one of the presidents, is, uh, the presidents of the, of the University of Michigan, is that true? True. That is true. That's fact. That, that is fact. fact. Okay. <laughs> tell, tell, what's the story with that? Want to talk about Hutchins? So um, they decided, and um, our donor did not know that they were going to do these gargoyles, and they decided to do these cartoons-type gargoyles and um, depicted some of, I don't know who else besides Hutchins there are. Do you know? Bates is one. I think, you know, there were a couple different presidents and maybe a couple of different deans that they had done. (laughs) And uh, there was a little bit of a turmoil with the donor and um, some of the people that were depicted in them. And he asked that the heads of the gargoyles be removed. (laughs) So that is a story that I actually just read in an article. That's hilarious. So there is truth to the fact that, like, oh, those gargoyles are, like, presidents and deans of the university. There there is definitely true. And when you look at them, you can tell because, like, one of them has glasses. If you pull up pictures of the actual people, they definitely did a very good job of of representing the people. That's super interesting. Um, Okay. 
So let's talk about the chapel in the law in the law quadrangle. So uh, I've heard there's like a seven year wait for a wedding in the chapel. And Shelly, who's off camera right now, I believe she's at the top of the list we heard earlier. So what's a, what's the deal with that? I mean, and why, where do you think that chapel is? Well, I don't know. But what about the seven year wait? Is there? This is my favorite story that I've heard yeah. recently about the law quad because. If you really think about it, who's signing up, getting engaged, and then signing up to wait for seven years? <laughs> yeah, that's true. People are very passionate <laughs> about the law. That's who. So it is what people think is the chapel is actually the dining hall for the <laughs> lawyers club. club. And it, there is there is no law school chapel. We're a public school. We don't have a chapel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we and do not allow people to get married in the quad. Either. Oh, interesting. No. So you can't have... We get requests from that about, I don't know, about 10 to 20 a year, if not more. Easily. People come through and they do wedding pictures, I believe. Yes. But we allow that. And as Shelly's, uh, you know. <laughs> so we have... If you come by the law school on any given spring summer fall weekend you will find limousines double parked on yes. the road where bridal parties are taking pictures yeah and the lawyers yeah are. right 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 yeah sometimes they ask for permission and most of the time they do not <laughs> that's interesting um so okay so obviously a lot of these stories are are fiction maybe i made them all up but i heard them and we're going to talk about like where maybe some of the some of these stories are coming from but uh because michelle has a good story on that one um okay okay so this this i know this one's true law library is definitely used in more than one harry potter movie false again that's false too <laughs> yes all right what the wait, any movies it actually has been, so during the time when there were lots of movies being filmed in Michigan, the law school was in several of them. Oh, okay. and in fact, they filmed in some of the classrooms and they filmed in the library. So it has been used yeah. in several movies that have had had done some filming in Ann Arbor. Um, but I think there are Nothing plenty the of gothic locations in England or yeah, in the UK. I that doesn't that make a ton of sense. <laughs> I mean, Michigan, we had great tax credits at the time. Yeah, at so the time. Like, yeah. potentially. <laughs> we were getting requests on a pretty frequent basis right. I mean, for that, filming. That makes sense. <laughs> but I, not Harry Potter. I mean, that one, that one is one that I've heard from multiple sources. It's oh, like, I hear I, it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah you still hear it? Yeah. <laughs> so once again, fiction. Uh, okay, so Lawyers Club. What is the Lawyers Club, by the way? The Lawyers Club is the residence hall. Okay, that's, that's just attached to the to the law quad. So, I is it true that the Lawyers Club that is attached to and looks like it's part of the law quad mm -hmm. is not owned by the university? So, it's actually owned by the university. The okay. building is owned by the university, but it is run by a separate nonprofit corporation. Oh, interesting. So, and that was also, again, the donor setting up the separate nonprofit corporation in order to have it. Because at the time, he was, he was in conflict with the dean and with lots of people at the law school or at the university, university. and he didn't trust a lot. Um, so he felt like he wanted to make sure that it was well run. So he was going to set up a separate corporation to run it. Interesting. So. I mean, there, and there was 
ton of conflict, it sounds like, between, and I think you had told me that there were, like, letters written back and forth and a lot of conflict between the donor and the university trying to get this building made. Yeah, everything was corresponded via letter because he had never seen the buildings, nor did he want to. He never saw the buildings, nor did he want to. No. He, but everything, he was very particular about everything. There was correspondence about the stone, about the, about the limestone, about the, um, about the dishes that would be purchased mm-hmm. for the, the dining hall, for yeah. the furniture. He the was, type of chair that was in the reading room. Oh, wow. You know, everything. There were so many details that he focused on, and yet he never wanted to see it, nor did he ever see, see it before it. he died. Wow. That's crazy. Uh <laughs> so I, you know, I, it's funny because guaranteed everyone listening right now has heard at least one, if not more of these rumors and some, I guess there were some uh, nuggets of truth in there. And we, uh, you know, had talked some time back about where these rumors get started. Uh, orientation, perhaps <laughs> orientation leaders, perhaps. And Michelle, you have a good orientation leader story i do would you be willing to share that i could uh, back in the day when i we was can cut <laughs> it if we decide it's too controversial okay. later. <laughs> um many moons ago when i wasn't working in orientation uh we spent a summer doing campus tours and we thought we wanted to spice it up a little halfway through the summer there were some people who wanted to spice it up a little halfway through the summer so we tried to figure out what things could we make up that we thought people would believe and so one of the stories that got made up during that summer was that when you are a freshman and you come through orientation you walk one way through the fountain in front of the that's next to the league and when you graduate you walk the other way through the fountain when you um, in the in front of the league. So. I mean, this is like equivalent to <laughs> learning that Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> the fact that that's not like a thing that was like, oh, like time-honored tradition from, you know, well, hundreds of years. <laughs> I agree, but that it was uh, some board orientation <laughs> leaders in the midway through the summer that just made something up uh, is somewhat hilarious and i'm glad i know it now but it's also somewhat devastating (laughs) they were very convincing (laughs) (laughs) and 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 it goes to show like and maybe we you know we joked like this is maybe a whole nother podcast is uh fact of fiction orientation leaders uh, and (laughs) and their stories but you know i we got to imagine that uh, the law quad and the law school is such a big part of orientation uh and and the tours that are given that i mean a I decent stop number. To listen to them most uh, times. Oh, you just do. To see what they're saying. What have you? What have you heard? Any fictions? You know, we hear a lot about the movies. Okay. You know, being filmed in the reading room for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, like you, you got some kids following. You got parents. No one's fact checking you, and you <laughs> make stuff up about about the law quad, right? Uh, well, that's great. I, I like I said, I, I thought I w- we were going to go into depth about this uh, quarry in Ireland, and it turned into uh, all the untruths that are out there. But you know, I think the reason there's so much, uh, this, there's so many myths out there, is because there's like so much lore, and it's a little bit mysterious and uh, such an iconic part of campus that 
uh, everyone wants to talk about it, right? <laughs> everyone wants to talk that's about true. it. I think that's true. And there are always, and part of what happens when you come here is because there's so many, there's so much tradition and so much history of the entire campus that there are stories that people tell about places all over campus yeah. that have been told for you know, yeah. centuries yeah. around here. So, but you know, to the, and the interesting thing about the law quad and the law school is, uh, I think the whole, you know, students of all disciplines of all majors, they feel like an ownership, a connection, even though they weren't lawyer or they weren't pre-law or law or, or lawyers, uh, because it is so iconic to campus. And so you can speak proudly of it, like you would speak proudly of athletics or football or basketball, even if you didn't play or, or whatever. Similarly, the law school, where I don't know that all uh, all disciplines have that same uh, that same cachet. So it's a really, really kind of treasured thing. I think that's true. We that see true. that a lot during graduation, where yeah. we see not only law students bringing their families through to see it, but yeah. we see lots of undergrads who yeah. bring their yeah. families through to, to look at it. I studied there when I was an undergrad, too. So. Yeah, we have lots of undergrads. We have to separate the reading room in half oh. <laughs> so that we can allow the undergrads to have a portion of it along with our law school students to you, have their you, section. You heard it here. That is a <laughs> fact. <laughs> undergrads <laughs> are allowed to study yeah. in the reading oh, room. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> no. no, that's fiction. Yeah. Don't, don't say it. We had a trampoline in there once, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. impressive. Yes. Well, thank you so much. That was a lot of fun, and we appreciate having you on. And maybe we'll be back for round two of Factor Fiction, Law, Law Quad Edition, uh, <laughs> in, the coming, in the coming months and years. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay, and we're back <laughs> <laughs> with Michelle Fraserwig and Lois Harden. Uh, I know, for those of you listening, we just left, but uh, we finished taping. And then we took our headsets off, we started talking and rattled off another <laughs> series of like, hey, but I heard this and we were just kind of hanging out and I was like, oh, I heard that one and we wanted to get it on, on tape. So here we are. All right. So I told, I said, uh, there's a, like the law school is so like, you know, fancy and nice and, and takes care of their lawyers so well that there's a golf course in the, in the basement of, of the law school, of the law school. Fact or fiction? Well, kind of fact. Um, we don't <laughs> yes. really have a yes. golf course in the law school. However, we do an annual mini golf in uh, the underground okay. library, the okay. Smith Library, which has notorious green carpet that looks like you're in a mini golf. And we've been expanding that every year. And now we're at the point where we're going to close the library down. Like, Four hours earlier than it normally would close. It's for a fundraiser oh, okay. for one of our student orgs. Oh, okay. All right. That makes a lot more sense, And but I still like that I'm basically right. You were, you were <laughs> I'm not changing my story on I'll that one. I'll give you that one. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you.